Welcome to the KHOW Podcast. You've joined a community who focuses on doing the word, living the word, and following the word. We hope you enjoy these messages. I do want to bring something up because I want to make sure um, for videotaping purposes as well as for clarification for us as a body. I want to make sure that we are all um, in the same place of understanding something that we have been stating that the Holy Spirit shared with us in January that that we have said moving forward. Um, Because I want to make sure that we give no room for the enemy to to bring us into a place of disagreement or confusion, right? Um, And so when we have said this line, uh, despite what I think I know, God show me, teach me, please understand, and I know I stated this when we first spoke because it was the Holy Spirit that, that gave us this prayer, that this is around, and I love what you just said, Minister um, Byron, because it centers around this fact, right? What we're talking about that we don't know is our plans, our intentions, our motives, right? Like the things that we have put out there, the things that we have positioned ourselves, called ourselves, right? Despite the things that we think we know, we don't know. For only God knows the plan and he's authoring our story. This has nothing to do with the word of God, right? What God says in his word is true and sure, and we know that. What we are talking about is the things that we think we know, we've planned, we've perceived, we've thought, all the things we done told everybody we were going to do and be, right? All the times we ran ahead. And I love what Ms. Daphne said on Wednesday was this surrendering, this idea that I can't even say I'm wrong or I was wrong, right? Or I missed it for right worrying that we've already put it all out there. And so when we're talking about despite what I think I know, we're talking about the stuff we, we have put in place. And here's the other thing, even the stuff that God said that we reinterpreted, that God said to us, I'm not talking about it in his word, right? But there are a lot of times, for instance, I always go back to this because I think it's the cutest, funniest, most loving thing ever. When Dia Danae Ma, Lepica, that she, that's what she want me to say now, LPC, came to Pastor Alice and I in 2017, right, with a vision that the Lord had given her, that was 2017, boo-boo, to, to start her, I know you're like, wow, it's been that long, yes, to, to start her own practice, okay? Her ability to see what God could do was this big. She literally said out loud, all I need is for God to give me 10 clients and I'm fine. And I'm thinking, 10 clients, that's it? Like, and you'll be fine with 10 people? Like, like, and literally, she did not think she could get more than 10, right? So even though God gave her vision and she said yes, her thoughts about herself, right? What she thought she knew about herself, what she thought she knew about what she could do, was limited. Dia, within the first 30 days, how many clients did you have, ma'am? It was over 20. 
in what about three to four months Dia had over 25 30. before the end of the year Dia had over 30 clients Dia, how many clients do you have now see 50 plus okay she's not even gonna tell you now 80 eight what did you just say 60 plus oh 70 70 plus clients okay all she wanted was 10 she's a little happy camper at 10 right but what she, right, despite what she thought she knew, she's needed the Lord to teach her and show her his plan for his vision, right? And then we got to go in and make sure that we haven't snatched what he said and reinvented what he said. And now we're walking down another path, right? So it's about what we're doing, what we're putting in place, what we're saying, what we're calling ourselves, what we're, right? that even we've got to keep surrendering those thoughts so that we're right in line, surrendering our plans. So we're in right in line, surrendering our intention, our motive, our idea, right? You know, our will, <laughs> right? Surrendering our souls. So I want to make sure that we are all in the same understanding of that so that we're moving together. We're going to start prayer. Our leaders are ready to begin. Um, we are starting with Good morning. I'm sorry. Minister Jermaine is on. Minister Jermaine, I'm going to have you in prayer today. Um, good morning, Pastor Yo. Good morning, um, Trev. We're going to start with Pastor Ryan to Minister Suzette to Teacher Janetta to Pastor Shay. I'm then going to ask um, uh, Pastor Yo. I don't know if she's there, but, but, but if not, Pastor Alex and then Minister Jermaine. And then we are going to get into the word of God. Thank you all. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, 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 Jesus. Mande brunde ande ande. Masura mama se ande Father, if we have not taken time today, if we have not taken time this morning, forgive us, Father. Yes. For not taking time to acknowledge you, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, that you are the beginning. You are the beginning of our day. And so I say thank you. Thank you, Father. We did not wake ourselves up. We did not breathe breath into our lungs. You did, we did not give ourselves life. And so we say thank you and hallelujah this morning. I thank you, Lord God, that we get that opportunity and a time to come together in fellowship with one another. And so, Father, I thank you for everyone that is even on this call right now, Lord, that we can come and bring our hearts and minds together yes. and get it as one. Yes. That we would come together, Father God, not... <clears throat> 
not in just an agreement of just being yes men and just saying yes to anything, Lord God, but being in agreement, Father, with your will for our lives and that which you desire to impart into us in the, this day, Father. I thank you, Lord God. I thank you, Father, that if we have not said thank you, Lord, if we have not said thank you for everything that you've done, if we have not taken time to acknowledge your very presence in our lives, I want to say thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for, for allowing us to have a place to lay. Thank you, Lord God, for having your angels encamped around us. Thank you, Lord, for having your hand over our families. Thank you, Lord, for keeping us in, in the peace of God. Thank you, Lord God, for allowing us to be in good health. Thank you, Lord, for allowing us to say thank you. Thank you, Lord, for allowing us to know you. Thank you, my God. Lord, you chose us. So I thank Thank you that we Thank get to be you. in this place to know you, Lord God. I thank you for giving us the ability to be in all of the liberties that we currently have. It's so much going on in this world and people don't have the freedom. Lord, to come together. Take so many things for granted. We take so much stuff for granted, Lord. Jesus. But the fact that we can come freely together and fellowship with one another in the presence of your name. Lord God, I just thank you. It's not much that can be said when, 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 when we put ourselves in this place to think about you, Lord, because the words just don't amount to be enough to describe what you do and how you've done it, how you have plucked us out of our, 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 our sin nature. You plucked us out of the place that we would have been left for dead. You've plucked us out of, of the place, Father God, that, that we would have uh, uh, no ability to return from, Father, but it is by your grace, Lord. It was because of your son, Jesus, and I thank you that we are here so, Father, I just pray that this day we are preparing our hearts and our minds to receive. We are preparing our hearts and our minds to hear. We are preparing ourselves to change, to be changed, Lord. So I thank you for your word to go forth and to accomplish that which it is set out to do. Press the OnStar blue button now or call 1-888-4-ONSTAR. Father, I thank you that this day we will find ourselves in the new, find ourselves to receive the afresh, find ourselves to hear something different, find ourselves to be activated to do something different and where there may be any opposition father we come against now in the name of jesus 
but God exposed the things that are not of you. That yeah. those things will be plucked out, Lord. Those things will be surrendered so that there can be the bearing of more fruit. We all desire to increase. We all desire yeah. more. We all desire, but we have to be willing to surrender. We have to Thank be willing you. to uh, literally remove the things that you are revealing. We have to yeah. be willing, Lord. We have to be willing, Lord to do the necessary thing that you're requiring so that there will be the more, so that there yeah. will be increase, so that will be the deposit. So I thank you, Lord, that we will come into agreement in this day with your will. Yes, God. And I honor you, Lord. I thank you for every person that is going to pray and speak and that we will all be led by the spirit of God and yes. what to say. I thank you, Lord God, that the word that will go forth will be spirit led in the name of Jesus. And I yes. thank you, Lord, that we will allow the word to do what it's supposed to do in our lives, whether it is to free us or to deliver us, to speak to us, to minister to us, to encourage us, to bless us, to deliver us, to whatever your word is designed to do for each and every one of us on this call, because it may be different, Lord. I pray that we come into agreement. And I thank you for it. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Father, I praise you this morning, God. Father, I stand in your presence this morning, God, as humbly as I know how this morning. Father, I ask that we, your children, stand in the posture of humility, God. Father, we bind distractions right now in the name of Jesus. Father, we ask that we continue to tune our ears to hear from you this morning. Holy Spirit, I ask this morning that you fill this atmosphere with your presence, that you continue to satisfy us with your, as you continue, God, to satisfy us with your love. Yeah. May we not quench your spirit this morning. Jeez. May we be reverent in your presence and allow you to continue to do a mighty work where it is needed. Father, this morning, I ask that you continue to allow us to be in the posture where you are being strict in the season mm. of surrendering and submission. Yeah, Lord. Father, I ask that we continue to eliminate all of those hidden stuff that we have hid from you for so long. Wow. Yes, God. Father, I ask that you continue to bring all the issues to the forefront. Continue to convict us. Continue to chastise us when needed. Continue to bring us to our knees this morning, knowing that you are in control and we are nothing. We are nothing made perfect without you. 
So, Father, we know nothing. Please continue to guide our steps. Lead, mm. and may we never forget that only you know the plans for our lives. Mm. Father, your power remains in our hands, and we will not Jesus. be silent. Jesus. We will always worship you in spirit and truth, knowing mm. that you got us. May we continue to praise you for who you are. Yay. And what we have consistently been doing in our lives, God, may we stop it and surrender to you this morning, God. Jesus. Father, you, we Lord. wave a banner over you today. Father, we salute you. Mm, Father, we glorify you, you for your constant yeah, grace and favor. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you for always providing a hedge of protection over us. My God. Father, continue to fill us up. May we never go dry. Mm. I thank you that as we draw near to you this morning, we yes. separate ourselves from a world of concerns and fears. Yes. May we be in a place this morning, God, of peace. Ooh. May your presence flow on this call this morning. Father, cover those who are suffering in other countries around the world. Father, continue to place your hand of protection mm. over Christians who continue to yes. profess who you are and is not ashamed of your word. Yeah, Father, we yeah. praise you for life right now. Yes. For us, placing us in a land of freedom where at times we all take for granted. May mm. we continue to never stop proclaiming who you are in spite of what we are going through. Father, you are a good father. This morning, mm. God, I adore you. Mm. I magnify for all the favors, the protection, the provision that you have constantly been bestowing over me. And I pray that each and every one can say the same thing. Father, may I never forget. So now, Holy Spirit, as we prepare ourselves for what you are about to feed us with this morning, God. May we continue to be in a posture hungry to receive your word and apply it to our lives daily. Father, as your servant, Pastor Kai, is about to bring the word, allow herself to be separated, but place whatever comes from her lip only from you. Bless the word that will be going forth from her lips in the name of Jesus. So God, continue to keep us in a posture and allow your spirit to overflow us this morning with your grace and your mercy and your love. Father, we adore you, God. We praise Thank you. you. We magnify you, your name right now in the name of Jesus. Thank so I say, have your way this morning, God. Have your way, Holy Spirit. Father, Thank you, Lord. we praise you and we adore you in the name of Jesus. Bless Thank your you, holy name. Bless Thank your you, name this morning, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Oh. Hallelujah, Father. You're just so good, Lord. You're just so good, Father God. You are the God of hope who overflows. Your fountain overflows with hope, Father God. I just thank you this morning, Father God, because you are so good. You are so good, 
Lord. I repent for all the times, Lord, that I didn't praise you. And I just want to worship you, Father God. I'll fix it in a minute. I just want to worship you, Father God, because you are so good, Lord. We bless your name, Father God. I pray for uncontainable joy and perfect peace, Father God, be in us by the power of the Holy Spirit, Father God. This is the time, Father God, to come before you, Father God. And I just say thank you. Thank you for waking us up, Father God. Thank you for another opportunity to come before your presence, Father God, and tell you how good you are, Father God, to tell you how much we love you, to thank you, Father God, for your peace and your love and your joy and your goodness, Mm. Father God. This morning, Father God, as it's raining, I love the rain, Father God, because the the nature is worshiping, is doing what you created it to do, Father God. In my spirit, the song, So Will I, I just keep hearing, Father God, my prayer is that we will say, So Will I, that our will will be what it is that you created it to be, Father God. And as the song says, as you speak, Father God, a hundred billion creatures catch your breath, Father God. Everything is in pursuit of what you receive. Uh, reveals it reveals your nature father god and so if the stars were made to worship so will i the stars shine bright and it's a revealing your glory may we shine bright father god so will i father god if the oceans roar your greatness so will i Thank you, Father God. Uh, If the wind goes where you want it to, Father God, so will I, Father God. So my prayer this morning, Father God, is that we will say, so will I, Father God. We will show up, Father God. You created us, Father God, to to shine bright, Father God. So will I. So will I. So will I. So will I, Father God. Thank you, Lord. Father God, so I, Father God, I see your heart in everything you say, Father God. Thank you, Lord. You say in everything you do, Father God. Her heart is there, Father God. Every painted sky is just reflection of your grace. And so I thank you this morning, Father God. May we show up today, Father God. May we show our faces today, Father God. Because if nature reveals your glory, so will I, Father God. And so thank I bless you, your name and I thank, thank you, Lord. in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, thank Lord. Thank you, God. Well, I sit here beyond grateful. And the only thing I hear yeah. you functioning me to say is be grateful and thankful for the invitation for a transformed life. Lord Jesus, hallelujah. Be grateful. Wow. Be grateful for the invitation Mm. for a transformed life. Yes, that's good. Thank you. For God, for the invitation to be transformed. Yes, hallelujah. For the grace to go through all of the forms of transformation and Mm. still come out as you called us to on the other end, even though we are still becoming. Jesus. 
Father God, we are beyond grateful. Even in the situations mm. that are occurring, the overwhelming joy you wish your body to unleash on the mm. world is overwhelming. But we are grateful and we accept your invitation for a transformed Thank life. You. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, God. Gracious Father in heaven, we are Thank you, Lord. in awe of your presence this morning, God. Jesus. That even in out of this prayer, God, we got Jesus. a lesson from heaven. It's one thing when distractions come, it's another thing when we bring the Wow. Thank you, Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, that as we surrender, that we go through the process, Father, of what it is to be captured by you. As Paul talked about being a prisoner of Christ, God, we ask you, Father, that you would put us through the process, Father, because you can't be a prisoner in any institution without a strip search. So we're asking you, Father, to spiritually strip us of any contraband that we will carry, mm. Father. We pray, God, that you will give us our spiritual strip search, God, that you, Father, will check us, God, to make sure, God, there is nothing that we're carrying that can affect, God, a space and place that we are saying we invite you. Mm -hmm. So this morning, we're wide open, God. Wide open, wide open to receive of you, God. And we lay down every distraction, dear God, that we carried this morning with the intent, mm -hmm. dear God, to not fully hear you. Wow. We knew exactly what was in our backpack, God. We knew exactly what we tried to bring in. We knew exactly, dear God, that they don't find it here. But mm. I pray that you will strip search us. <laughs> God, mm. thank, thank you that you're mindful of us. I thank you for the prayers, dear God, that are reaching heaven, mm. to bypass this human comprehension, God, and to step into the space and place where you reside. Mm. Your thoughts are not our thoughts. Your ways are not our ways, God, but we want to tap in, God, as close as we possibly can, Father, that it was said on today, God, for those who are being persecuted, God, for those who are hiding, dear God, but trusting you, Father, that for you, they live, and for you, they'll lay down their lives. I pray, God, that we'll be mindful on today that this is the day that you've made, God. We come wide open to rejoice and be glad in it, Father, for we not know what tomorrow brings. We not know, Father, when our day of persecution will arise. But today, dear God, we grab a hold of this freedom, and we say thank you. Thank you that now is the time. Now is the moment. And we ask you, Father, to forgive us. Forgive us, God, mm -hmm. for the things oh, we 
the things we've allowed, the things we brought with us. We lay it down now, God. We pray for the words of heaven to be on the lips of the one who's leading us in the name of Pastor Kai, God, that this day deep revelation will fall in the crevices of our being, God, that today is life-changing, transforming, dear God, that nothing shall separate us from your love. This day, God, this day, we lay it all down. Thank you for what you're going to do. In your precious son Jesus' name we pray. Bless you. Mm. Jesus. Praise your name, God. Praise your wonderful mighty name, God. We're mm. all of you this morning, Father God. We're thankful, Father God, for who you are in our lives, God. We're thankful, Father God, for this invitation as Pastor Sonia said, God, we thank you, Holy Spirit. We humbly come before you, Father God, in adoration of who you are, God. We lift up our voices, Father God, and say, Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you for your covering. Thank you for your love, God. Even in times, Father God, when we don't even process it, that we <laughs> kind of holds you in a box and, but you're a limitless God so we thank you Father God for who you are in our lives this morning Father God we love you Father God we thank you for your majestic ways God you're so good God we humbly come before you Father God knowing that we know nothing God so this morning, Father God, fill us up, Father God. Mm. Have your way in our lives, Father God. Mm. As we continue to, as Pastor Alex said, continue with that strip search, Father God. Mm. And unveil some of those things, Father God, that we try to hold captive. Maybe it's our past, things as we dealt with in our lives, Father God. When the world tell us, Father God, to be um, independent, God, to fight for ourselves, Father. But we have you. So, Father God, I pray this morning, Father God, as we continue to lean on you, God. Mm. We continue to lean on your word, God. That the distractions around us, God, will not hold us mm. captive. God. We pray as the day, Father God, as the word come forth, Father God, that it will resonate in our hearts and our minds, Father God. That your child, Father God, Pastor Kai, Father God, when she speaks, Father God, we know that it's coming from you, Father God. We know, Father God, that in this fellowship, God, you're residing, Father God, in every single Zoom, God. You're residing, Father God, in every single home, God. You're residing, Father God, in this place, God. So have your way this morning. Have your way. In Jesus' name, amen. Mm. Father, we bless you, we honor you, and we praise you. Um, I'm going to ask, as we've been charged, and I, I will continue to say it, if you can, be on screen, be on screen.
please be on screen if you can. I know some of you are driving, but if you can, please be on screen. Um, as we were praying, I, I, I heard in my, in, my, in my spirit this old, old song uh, that simply says, Oh, magnify the Lord, for he is worthy to be praised. Oh, magnify the Lord, for he is worthy to be praised. Hosanna, blessed be the rock. Blessed be the rock of my salvation. Hosanna. Blessed be the rock. Blessed be the rock of my salvation. Oh, magnify the morning we need to magnify the lord magnify the lord with me to exalt his name to make him bigger to magnify means to make it something bigger when you have a magnifying glass it allows you to see it larger and greater and to give you a different a, a different perspective and view and a position and so this morning god needs wants us to magnify him over everything. Come on. Some of you came in to fellowship this morning with some stuff on your shoulder, with some thoughts in your mind, with some distractions, and you need to magnify God bigger than your distractions. Magnify God bigger than your stress. Magnify God bigger than your issue. Magnify God bigger than the ailment in your body. Magnify the Lord, for he is worthy to be praised. His name is Hosanna. Hosanna. Hosanna, Hosanna. Come on, somebody. We need to magnify the Lord. The Bible says magnify the Lord. Let us exalt his name. The exaltation of his name is to be done together. So I want us to unmute ourselves and take a moment and let's magnify the Lord so that he is as big as he needs to be for us to receive the word he has for us. 
So we thank you this morning, God. Come on, we praise your name this morning Come on, let's keep worshiping right where you are, right where you are. Come on. God, you are amazing. You are wonderful. You are everything, Lord. You are bigger. <laughs> He's bigger than anything you're going through. You are bigger. He is greater than anything you face this week. You are bigger. <laughs> God, give us eyes to see you bigger. Come on, some of you have limiting faith right now, and God wants to stretch it. You are greater. You are greater. Give us eyes to see how great you are, cause you are bigger. You are greater. You are bigger. You are greater. Give us eyes to see how great you are. A heart to know how great you are here to hear when you speak to us for you are bigger you are greater you are bigger you are greater you are bigger you are greater, you are bigger, you are greater, bigger than anything we will face, anything that comes our way, anything that we will face. Anything that comes our way, anything that we will face, anything 
It comes our way, anything that we will face, anything. Cause you are bigger, you are greater, 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 so give us eyes to see how great you Some of you, you got to see him bigger. You've got to. You're not seeing him as big as he is. He's bigger than even what you've seen him to be, what you've thought he could be. He's bigger than that. He's greater than that. God is bigger. <laughs> He's bigger. He's more powerful. He's not just able. <laughs> right? He is able, but he is, he is bigger than just your ability, our ability. We've got to stop boxing him in. And in this moment, let God break open and give you a, a, a view that is magnified of how big and great and mighty and powerful. He's bigger, y'all. Can I, can, I, can I present to some of you, he's bigger than your financial situation at this moment. <laughs> you know why? Because he's the source. He's your source. He's bigger than your doubts, <laughs> bigger than your fear, bigger than your frustration. He's bigger than your attitude. He's bigger than your behavior. Look, the stuff that you're trying to hold on to, that he's asking you to surrender, do you know that he can't be big enough, bigger than what he is to you until you surrender? We've limited his bigness in our lives, his I amness in our lives, because we are still refusing to give ourselves up and hand ourselves over. He's big. He's big. Writers don't write, oh, magnify the Lord with me because he's worthy to be praised. That is an understanding. Look, I've come to know how big he is, how mighty he is. I've got a view of him that is massive. And because I have a massive view of God, let me tell you what I have, a massive praise. <laughs> I have a massive worship. I have a massive uh, 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 posture of thanksgiving and, and gratitude. Because I have seen how big he is how great he is. Am I alone? Does anybody else know how big and great and mighty our, 
I don't know, maybe I'm alone, but I have seen the magnitude, the, the, the massiveness of God. I've seen the massiveness of his goodness, the, the massiveness of his favor, the massiveness of his deliverance, the mass, right? The greatness of his healing power, the great, come on. He is bigger than that, y'all. He bigger than they told you he was in, in when you were in Sunday school. He bigger than the first time you met him. He's bigger than he was yesterday to you. He is a massive God who wants to do massive things. And you know what? We keep coming asking him to do little when he can do much and do great things. Do you know why we've had we've seen minimal movement? Is because we're not asking according to his will. We're asking according to our wants. See, he's big and massive and great when we come in. We see how great and massive he is when we come into agreement with his will. Come on, you look outside, you can see how massive he is. <laughs> you waking up this morning pre-approves how great he is. Your capacity to breathe right now lets you know. I'm sorry, I just for a moment, I heard that song, I haven't sung that song in so long, but magnify the Lord, for he is worthy to be praised. See, the difference between God and us, he's actually earned. <laughs> he is worthy, because he has proven himself time and time and time and time again, how dare us give him minimal praise and minimal worship and minimal thanksgiving and minimal gratitude and mi come on minimal when he has for he he's worthy to be praised worthy to be praised well father we thank you for this morning for this 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 time that you have given unto us and allowed us to come before you through prayer and supplication and petition on behalf of this fellowship and now God we 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 submit ourselves to your word and we ask that you would open us up to receive what you would have to say um I thank you father for these your people us your children that we are learning and growing together in Jesus name Amen. Go with me to Exodus 32 this morning. Exodus 32. Again, if you can be on screen, please do. If you can't, I understand. Uh, I was talking to uh, the leadership last night, and um, let me tell you all, none of us are the same people. Now, some of us are choosing to stay in some of the same places. I said it. Some of us are choosing to stay in the same places. Um, because we're, 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 we're refusing to become somebody different. See, we always want to talk about doing better, but God has come to make you different. Different than, than the person you were yesterday. Um, and so he's ordering our steps. He's ordering these steps, guys, that we're in. We are, we are walking together. And we are walking in according to his word. Um, and so keep, please, 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 please. I, 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 I might be begging you today. Please surrender you. 
your ways, your attitudes, your behaviors, your thinking that does not align itself with who God is. And the reason I ask this is because we are his representation in the earth. We are. Does anybody else agree with that? That as his children, we are his representation in the earth. So you don't get to just be you. You don't get to just do how you want to do. You're representing your dad. And if we're created in his image, made in his likeness, then we need to look like him, respond, act, and behave like him, not like us, like him. And so I didn't know what he wanted to say until 11 o'clock this morning. And I keep saying, I'm, I'm not going to just make up something. <laughs> oh, but good Lord. Evangelist is there. Pastor Tife, Pastor Yo, Pastor Alex, my goodness, this morning at 11 o'clock. So go with me to Exodus 32. We're going to start at the first verse and we're going down to the fourth. And it says this, I'm reading out of the Amplified. Now, when the people saw that Moses, let me, well, let me, I'm sorry, let me stop. We're in the book of Exodus. Exodus is one of the first five books of the Bible, which is called the Torah, the first five books. And these were the only five books for a long time <laughs> that those, uh, bibl this biblical time that they, that, that, that these were the books that, that were created, that they read, that they lived from. This is part of the Old Testament, if you have yet stepped into the Old Testament, okay? Welcome to the Old Testament. <laughs> this is, and I say that seriously because I know that there, I, I know some people don't, they come into the things of God, don't even read the Old Testament, right? Because we're taught we're living in a New Testament dispensation. Uh, I'm going to tell you, we're living in a whole Bible dispensation. You need to read everything from Genesis to Revelation because the Old Testament is a foretelling of the New Testament. The Old Testament is a part of our history. The Old Testament has prophetic books and all of the Old Testament bears witness to where we are now and the need for Jesus and, and to, to really understand who God is. See, this is why we're so, thank you, Holy Spirit, Jesus heavy is because we've just been living in the New Testament, right? And the reason why we really don't fully understand who God is, is because we don't read the Old Testament, right? We, you don't even realize, do you know that Jesus was in the beginning? That throughout Genesis, right? All the way to Malachi, you see Jesus. Do you know that you meet the Holy Spirit <laughs> in the Old Testament, right? Like we, we just think Jesus shows up. <laughs> Jesus and the Holy Spirit, just like some genies in a bottle that just show up in Matthew. No, <laughs> no. For he said in the beginning, they were, let us, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, make man in our image. The spirit of the Lord, a spirit of God met with man, right, in the Old Testament, right? And so we see, and we see the threads of Jesus, because here's the thing, the prophet, prophecies of Jesus started in the Old Testament right? We heard in Isaiah that there will be one who is coming. He shall be called the Prince of Peace, Do we, right? That's where you get Prince of Peace, that name for Jesus, is because Isaiah talks about, he prophesies about Jesus' coming, okay? 
And so we're in the book of Exodus. Exodus gives us the story of Moses and the children of Israel. Moses, who was a, 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 a son to Pharaoh, the king, not biologically, okay, but was, was deemed to have been an Egyptian, even though he was not, <laughs> all right? And one day he grows up and sees the 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 mistreatment of an of a of a child of God by an Egyptian and and you need to read it for yourself. But an incident happens, he flees, right? And while he is gone, he has an encounter with God. You might have seen this in the Prince is it the Prince of Egypt? Is that that movie? That little cartoon? Right. Some of you might have seen it in the Prince of Egypt. Is it the Prince of Egypt? Am I right? The cartoon? Yeah, the Prince of Egypt. It's a beautiful cartoon. I mean Disney movie. But he goes and, and he has an encounter with God and God tells him to go back to Egypt and to free his people. He's heard the cries of the Israelites. He needs to go, children of Israel, go back, free them, okay? Now he has gotten them out of captivity and they are on this journey to the promised land. And at this time, Moses is in a mountain speaking with God, okay? If you go to 31, he's just given him the 10 commandments and they're talking and he's up in this, Place. Okay, so verse one of 32 says this. Now, when the people saw that Moses delayed coming down from the mountain, they gathered together before Aaron. Aaron is his brother, biological brother, and who is a who has now been set as a priest. It says before Aaron and said to him, Come, make us a God who will go before us. As for this Moses, can we stop right there? This Moses, <laughs> as if they don't know him. You know how y'all be like, that dude. This Moses, the man who brought us up from the land of Egypt, we do not know what has become of him. So Aaron replied to them, take off the gold rings that are in the ears of your wives, your sons, and your daughters, and bring them to me. So all the people took off the gold rings that were in their ears and brought them to Aaron. And he took the gold from their hands and fashioned it with an engraving tool and made it into a molten cat. So they burnt it all down. created, And they said, this is your God, O Israel, who brought you up from the land of Egypt. Bless their heart. Today, I want to talk to us from this subject. Surrendering, if you're writing down my note takers, put the word the backslash there, T-H-E-I-R. Surrendering the their voices. Let's let, 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 let's define the word voices before we go on. Here's the first definition of voices. A particular opinion or attitude experience. Okay. A particular opinion or attitude experience. Number two. It is the agency by which a particular point of view 
is expressed or represented or represented. So the agency by which a particular point of view is expressed or represented. And then finally, involving or containing perspective of more than one person. And next to that put slash many voices. Involving or containing perspective of more than one person, many voices. So here we are, Moses has been the person God has sent to lead them out of captivity. Moses is the man who God is speaking to. And in a moment where he goes to get instruction with God, from God for them, <laughs> they decide he's taking too long. They decide that even though, here's what we have to understand. They know where he is, okay? They know where he is. But you all know, you know where God is. But we have all come to a point, we know where you are, God, but you're taking too long. Can, can, can we agree that we have all at one point, probably more than one point. God, I know where you are. God, I know who you are. God, I know that you brought me out of this place. God, I know you delivered me. I know you set me free. God, I understand, right, that I'm not where I've been. But God, you're taking too long. God, I, I we're here. Ah, even when you know this, that God has brought you here. <laughs> you are not where you been you're not in the same place you were you cried to be here you begged to be here you come on you talked about being here and now you're here but God is taking too long and whenever we get to a point where we decide how whether we decide God isn't doing what God should be doing we then run the risk of removing him from his place and becoming our own God. And a lot of times we have talked about to so many people about our getting here or our going there or what God is doing that sometimes our frustration comes from the voice in our head that's in opposition to his will or their voices that are now agreeing with our voice. <laughs> Come on, misery loves company. And when we don't wanna be where God has us, we will find people to agree that we should be somewhere else. Or we will start to allow ourselves to have conversations with the enemy 
that then get us to agree. So did he say you couldn't eat that? Is that what he said? <laughs> right? And we find ourselves back in the garden having a conversation with Satan about what God said or didn't say. Because we want what we want. But many of us are getting tripped up by the or their voices. So Moses is doing what he is supposed to do. Aaron understands what his brother is doing, but Aaron allows the voices of the collective to remove him from his position. And a lot of us have allowed the voices of the collective, come on, to move us from our position. Is, am I the only one that's ever had the voices of the collective? You know, we're all saved. We all love God. <laughs> right. And we will know what we are supposed to do based on what God has said, not what we have said, because I'm going to talk about that next. But we will know where God has us. We are here. He has brought us here for a reason. We are supposed to stay here for this time being because God is trying to work through and work things out. But our impatience, mm, thank you, Holy Spirit, our impatience causes us to begin to grow weary and tired and frustrated. And then we change who our agent is. See, the definition, the agency by which a particular point of view is expressed. See, the agency means whoever is the one speaking, the outlet, right? So in, in our world today, we have the news, we have we have the news as an agency. Social media has become an agency. Facebook, right? Like all these things are agencies of information, of opinion and views and representations. And many of us don't realize we have changed our agent. That we have literally begun to listen to the world's agencies more than we listen to God who is our who is leading and authoring and directing and guiding our lives. And so what is God's view about this? What is God has how how has God expressed his heart concerning this? We, we won't even take the time. We will take somebody else's view that is not in align with his will because it speaks to our wants. Not what we have need of, not what he has planned, but I want that. I want it now. Who can get me there quicker? Who can make this happen faster? How can I? And most of the times, it's not even them that's going to help you it becomes you who starts to control you. And what you and I have failed to realize is that it's not that we've made other things, idols more than we've made ourselves, our own God. This is just the way I am, is it? Well, this is just how I do, is it? <laughs> because, uh, he did say, we have said this, or let me say this, we have said so many times, you can come as you are, but you can't stay where you are. 
God meets you where you are. But the more that you become acquainted and aligned and you committed and devoted to who he is, you cannot stay as you are or where you are. If the children of Israel could have gotten free in Egypt, do we not think that would have just been an easier deal? <laughs> Look, y'all, they had homes, they had built a lot. If that, but God understood you can't be free where you are because where you've been, right? What you've experienced there, those voices here, I got to get you away from the voices. I've got to get you away from the experience. I got to get you away from that behavior. I got to get you away from that mindset. I got to get you away from that, that point of view. You got to come out and be ye separate because I've called you to be holy. You are my chosen people. You are a royal priesthood and you cannot be royal and, 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 and a slave at the same time. You can't be free and bound at the same time. And many of us have played in that space of I'm a little free and I'm a little bound and I'm okay with just a little free. I'm sorry, he came to set the captives free. And their, their wandering spirit for all these times that their journey should have taken a matter of days took a matter of years many of them did not cross over because their voices became louder than God's way and God's will can I tell you three things that we learned about the the children of Israel even in this text number one fear will make you forget you're moving forward Can we just talk about that? Fear will make you forget you are moving forward. They were moving forward. See, even when God releases you from a thing, moves you from a place and sets you there or here for a time being, do you not recognize that you have moved somewhere? <laughs> See, we're always looking for the next. Thing or where we're going next or what we're going to be doing next. Who are you becoming now? Right where you are now is where he's pruning and perfecting and, 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 and destroying to rebuild. But fear will make you forget you are moving forward. Fear will make you think it was it is better to be where I was because guess what? I had more there. No, you didn't. You might have had more things, but you didn't have more peace. You didn't have more joy. You didn't have more love. The fear will make you think that now that you've had to, now that he's positioned you here, that you'll never get to the, that you're, this is all there is. No, 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 baby. This is where I've got to bring you so that I can finish you here to move you forward again. But fear will make you forget you're moving forward. Look at this. They weren't moving in that moment. He's taking too long. And see, when we think God is taking too long, that's when the enemy starts to play with us. And instead of standing in faith, we start teetering, tottering on fear. And then it's like, no, I got to do something because this doesn't seem like I'm moving or I'm producing. Nothing's happening. I'm just right here. Yeah, you're right where he needs you to be. 
Because see, this is your time that you should have done what Moses did. Get to your God. Get in his face. Get to know him. Get intimate with him. Understand what he's calling you. Get the strategy. Get right. Get the plan so that when it's time to move out, because there will be a time to move out, you're ready to go. You too busy asking God what he's doing. And God is like, what are you doing? We're too busy asking God where he is. He's like, where are you? God does the God's like, I have not changed my position, my heart, my love for you. I've not moved. You moved. You moved ahead. You moved too quick. You you stayed behind. But don't you dare right now in this place of surrender, right where you're, you are here in the place of surrender. Don't let fear make you forget that you're moving forward. Number two, doubt will cause you to question what you already know. Doubt will cause you to question what you already know. They knew Moses was leading. They knew God called Moses to bring them out. They knew. They were not where they had been. But the doubt, as soon as they couldn't, because here, come on, let's be real. I can't see it, God. I can't see what you're doing. I don't know what's happening. Can you just trust me? <laughs> you don't need to see everything. You didn't, look, it's, come on. Seeing is not, seeing is not, seeing, let me say it like this. Seeing is believing. Faith isn't. And you got to figure out when you are going to step from belief to faith. See, believing in him is our beginning. Having faith in him is where we, ha where we have to move to to live in. But see, they believed what Moses was saying. They believed what God was doing as long as they could see. And when they couldn't see Moses, they were like, we need to see something. Make me a God. And we have done that. I don't see you moving, God. I don't see nothing happening. So let me make something happen. Let me make this move the way I want to. Let me make myself what I think I'm supposed to be. Let me make this situation. Let me make this relationship. Let me make this job. Let me make this career. Let me, come on. Can we be honest? Can we be honest? We have had a lot of, let me, let me make this. And instead of letting God make you, we start to make this because doubt will cause us to question what we already know. God, because here's what we do. We tell everybody what God has done. <laughs> you know, we real boastful about what he's done. Oh, God got me here. God brought me here. God got me this job. God gave me the, oh, you know. And then when he does it, we start to question it. And then I'm like, I don't. And then people looking at us, well, didn't you say God did that? Well, yeah, I don't know now because there's so much, you know, so much difficulty. Really? So you thought if God did it, it wouldn't be hard? Oh, you thought if God asked you to do this, that you wouldn't have to stretch and grow? Oh, you thought you could just stay you in the new place? Oh, you didn't read the, the scriptures that says you can't put old wine into new wine skin. Oh, you didn't read that. Oh, you thought you could just stand in your attitude, your posture, your behavior, your way of thinking and think that that was going to be. Oh, I get it. 
So now, because you don't get to do you, you're doubting what you already know. What he said. Children of Israel, I can't see you, God. I'm, I, we're starting to doubt this thing because, look, we've been waiting for him a long time. He was supposed to come back down. He ain't come back down. So, look, make, let us make a God that'll be here with us. Because guess what? That God that doesn't have a voice, that doesn't speak, that doesn't move, that does not have any power, we can tell him what we want. We can make that golden calf do what we want. And guess what? We can move the golden calf wherever we want to go. And that's what we try to do even with God. Do you know that many of us have looked at God as if he's our golden calf? God, you should be, come on. God, why aren't you? God, you need to, come on. We don't talk to God like he's some homie off the street. Number three. Ooh, conversations with the wrong person will get you to do three things, will get you to turn back or go back. I'm going to say it slow because I'm going to give you three things. Conversations with the wrong person will get you to turn back or go back to three things, your old way of being, seen, and living. Conversations with the wrong person will get you to turn back or go back to your old ways of being, seen, or living. See, they wanted in this moment to bring Egypt to where they were. Every day, the, the, every time they talk, it was, it was better back then, was it? <laughs> right? But if you don't have somebody who's standing on the right side with God to give you a different perspective, talking to the wrong person will get you to go back to your old way of seeing, being, and living. And you will think you right. You will then operate out of pride. You will then not have a teachable spirit and you will stand in your own stuff thinking everybody else is wrong. And you look, you will, what, 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 what does it cause? You will start resisting God's way. Because conversations with the wrong people will get you to turn back or go back to your old ways of seeing, being, and living. Come on. He has brought us too far. Well, maybe not you. He brought, I'm going to talk for myself. He done brought me too far to go back to the way I saw, was, and lived. And we've got to fight against that, right? Because so many times when God is growing you and stretching you, it seems to, look, it's just, I, it's easier for me to do how I do. <laughs> it's just, it, look, this way, it's just easier. Come on now. Come on. It, 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 it was just easier when I, it was just more comfortable. And let me tell you, what where we fall in the categories when we allow fear to make us to forget we're moving forward when we doubt doubt starts to cause us to question what we already know when we're starting to have conversations with the wrong people the wrong person how about this even when we start to have conversations with ooh holy spirit write this down also be careful of having conversations with yourself in a bad moment Because, you know, we're, we like to have a lot of conversations with ourselves in a bad moment, in a bad situation, on a bad day. 
And there's many of us that live in our heads and our minds. And instead of going to somebody, right, that we know, right, will not allow us to stay where we are or will not allow us to turn back, we stay solo because guess what? Most of us, the only some of us unknowingly wish we were back. Some of us knowingly, I'm being nice, but some of us just wish we were back. It's too hard to have to, it's too hard to have to. This takes a lot of effort to have to. I wish I didn't have to. I wish I could have just, and if I, but who, who do you belong to? Because if you belong to yourself, you're right. But whose voice are you going to listen to? Who are the voices that God has put in your life that you know when it's when you even on a slant to go back, they're like, no, 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 don't do that. But make sure that you are having conversations with yourself in a bad day, on a bad moment, because you will you will create you, the enemy will bring voices to you. The end look, have you ever had a bad day and a bad moment, started to talk to yourself, start to agree with the enemy, and then the enemy t- tell you to call someone you know you ain't got no business calling, you ain't talked to, just because that's the person's gonna agree with you where you are. That's the person's gonna come on, just drag you back with them. Anybody has that ever happened? You be like, why? And then you get off the phone like, why did I call them? Why did I just have that? Why did I go see them? What? Right? Because it's like, what just happened? Or you just stay here with you, yourself, and I, and you open the door for the enemy to bring little friends. <laughs> and it's a, a whole bunch of y'all having a conversation in here. And so fear and doubt keep, they can't leave when we don't allow God. So let's talk about the three places, three three attitudes and behaviors then that happen if we fall into these places. So if we let fear, if we let doubt and we let these conversations happen, then we become three things or we have an extension of three behaviors number one we become complacent number two we become complainers and number three we become comfortable complacent means this you have self-satisfaction accompanied by unawareness of danger and deficiency Self-satisfaction accompanied by unawareness of danger and deficiency. You good. (laughs) Come on, you know. You know how we do. I'm good. It's good. I'm good. Good. I'm satisfied where I'm at. Okay. But God is it. No, no, I'm good right here. When we leave... Let's just we good here. We don't need God. We only we just build us a cab. We done already got out of there. Let's just figure out how we gonna do this. Cause I'm I'm good. I'm satisfied where I'm at. This is good enough. I'm cool here. I don't you know it's all right. But then we don't understand that there's some dangers and there's some deficiencies that we have. That God is like no no I'm 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 trying to protect you. If you if you if you you get complacent, you are gonna start moving without me. You get complacent. 
You're going to stop checking in with me. You get complacent. You're not going to see the pitfalls and the danger. If you don't, come on, don't, don't, hey, there's still some deficiencies in you that are not going to help you with what's about to come after you. And I'm trying to build you up. I need you to go with me. I need you to stay with me. Number two, we start becoming complainers. Complainers are those who are dissatisfied or annoyed. And here's the thing. Do you know that we spend as Christians more time complaining about what God isn't doing or where God has us? Most of my conversations with people is their dissatisfaction with what God is not doing in their lives or what they thought God should be doing or why is it God, that, 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 that. They're annoyed with where they are right now. But guess what? Many of our dissatisfactions and annoyances have nothing to do with God's will for us. It has to do with everything with our resistance to his will and us choosing opposite of what he's asked. It's our choices that bring the dissatisfaction and the annoyance. And when we make these choices, we lose perspective. The thing that always blows my mind with the children of Israel is that God was covering them at every point, right? God was, I mean, provision from all the way down to what they ate, right? Covering, I mean, he, he took care of every need that they had and even when they were complaining even when they he was like let me just go on and (laughs) because his love for them and Moses's prayers for them kept God staying with them and then finally we get comfortable oh lord that means relaxed get relaxed in our faith Relaxed in our devotion, relaxed in our dedication, relaxed in our participation, relaxed in our commitment to our relationship. And what we don't want to be come are, are people who then are chronic complainers. That all we do, we just, it's a long time, like, Have you ever met a chronic complainer? Like every time you see them, you're like, do you ever have anything good to say going on? Like, my Lord. And they be complaining in Jesus' name. I'm like, how do you do this? (laughs) But I'm blessed. Are you? Because you've just been 80 minutes complaining. I'm confused about your, your, your blessedness, right? But he loves me. Do you believe that? Because you've complained for an what about right? And we've got to check ourselves. Come on, come on, fellowship. How much are we complaining? How complacent have we become? Because see, if you're complacent, surrender is gonna be real hard for you because you satisfied with you. You think you 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 got it going? Oh, you in a good spot? I'm I'm good right here. <laughs> How dissatisfied with you? Our dissatisfaction is going to remain until we can agree with His will and know that what He has planned for you is good for you. Pastor Alex says it all the time. It's the truth that God does not work in our comfortability. You too relaxed with this thing. 
this is, look, you know where you go to relax? Vacation. I remember, I will never forget this. I remember as soon as I graduated from Bible college, I said to my mother, I said, ooh, I got a week off. I'm so excited. I'm about to be on vacation. And she literally said this, from being a pastor? And I was like, ooh, ooh. <laughs> She's like, you don't know me. But, but let's think about this. Do we get a vacation from being his children? We are so relaxed in our re- relationship with God that then when he requires something, we're like, oh, look, I'm, I'm, I'm Lord, I'm relaxed. I'll get to that later. I'm on vacation right now, God. You ask a little bit too much. <laughs> and then we'll get the relaxed voices to join in with us. Girl, nah, you take some time for you. Girl, don't worry about them. Girl, you ain't got to do all that. You ain't, nah, you don't got to, nah. I don't? Okay. And then everybody starts moving ahead and you get left behind and you wonder why. So you can relax on vacation, but you cannot relax in your relationship with God. You might want to write that down. <laughs> you cannot relax in your relationship with God. You have to stay intentional. You have to stay committed. You have to stay devoted. You have to stay Stay focused. You got to stay in his face, at his feet, intentional in his word. We'll get no break from this. We don't got spring break with God. We don't have summer break, Christmas break. <laughs> we know. <laughs> and guess what? You're not even going to get a break in heaven. He said you're going to be worshiping all day. You'll get no break. Look, at least now you get a little sleep. And that's your break. Go to bed. <laughs> but we've got to be making sure that we're not allowing voices to get us out of position. That's the last thing I want to talk about. Because there's a side to the children of Israel, but there's a side that Aaron, who God called and anointed, lost his position because of he was not, he 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 did not surrender their voices. And so Thank you, Holy Spirit. I want to talk to you uh, to some of you right now. There's some voices in your life that you've got to surrender. Some of you still have some parental voices in your head that are greater than God's voice in your life. I'm going to say that again. Some of you have some parental voices in your head that are greater than God's voice in your life. Some of you, your way of being is, is your voice. And you have found pride in that voice. Do you know that the your own tone of voice for, for some of you is an idol? Because you 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 like how you sound. You like how you present yourself. You like how you, and I'm good with that. I'm cool with that. And they should just accept that, should they? Or could it be that you need to you need to surrender your voice? Some of you. They're familiar, there's a family voice, there's a representation of your family's voice that you sometimes is greater than God's voice for you. Some of you, it's your friend's voices. Some of you are so, um, it's the people pleasing voice. Come on. 
It's the voices of acceptance and validation that you need. Those voices cause you to fear, cause you to doubt and, and keep you in conversation that literally gets you off of, the, of, of seeing where you actually are and what God is actually doing. It's the many voices that we've got to make sure that we are not allowing to crowd us. And I'm not, here's what I'm not talking. Here's what I'm not talking about. I'm talking about the voices that are not lending to your growth in him. And y'all know the voices I'm talking about. I'm not talking about those, right, who are encouraging you in God, loving you in God, even challenging you and correcting you in God, because their desire for you is only to go God's way. I'm talking about the things that we look for a long time. My natural father's voice was greater than God's voice in my life. That even when God would call me to something, I measured on, oh, how will my father feel about this? I'm, I'm just being honest. In my early beginning, when God was, was asking me to, to come into ministry, the, my biggest fear. My biggest fear was telling my dad I was going into full-time ministry. What is his voice going to say? Because his voice had weight in my life. And there are some voices you act like don't have weight, but they dictate how you even respond to other people, how you, how you have relationship or lack of relationship with other people. Their voices in your life are the way are, are 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 hindering the way you love other people, speak to other people, include or don't include other people. And here's the thing: God will bring new voices, and you will reject them immediately because you're so. Look, some of you are so offended by the old voices, but those old voices are still dictating your new way. Some of you hate these voices. And don't realize that you have fallen prey and sound just like them, act just like them, respond just like them, move just like them. And God is asking in this hour, will you elevate my voice above any other voice? Because he's looking for a sheep that know his voice, because when we know his voice, we will follow. Do you know why we have a hard time following his voice? Because we don't know it. Because there's still too many other voices being mingled in with his voice. And sometimes it's our voice that is louder than God's voice. You need to, and that's why I said, you need to surrender the voice and their voices. Come on, you know, you, you've been the voice of doubt in your life sometimes. You've been the voice of fear in your life sometimes. Surrender it. Surrender it. Your language is fearful. Your voice is fearful. Your voice is panicked. Your voice is worrisome. Your voice is doubting. Your voice is mistrusting. Your voice is unforgiving. Come on, your voice. Surrender that. Hear me again. Doesn't mean we're not going to have these moments where we, oh, but what do I know and who do I know? Lord, I feel it. Oh, but what I know is you are with me. What I know is your plan is good for me. What I know is your will is perfect. What I know is you are growing me. And so, Lord, I surrender me that I may stand in your will. I surrender this moment of fear. And I recall, I stand in faith 
what I know and who I know you to be, even if I just only know a little right now, what I know is you are God. What I know is you are bigger. What I know is you you are mighty. What I know is you have not left me. What I know is your word will not come back void. What I know is God, if I follow you, if I follow you and not forget you, if I follow you, Lord, I will be where you have called me to be. It doesn't look, everybody's not going to understand God and that's okay. But Lord, <laughs> I trust you. Your voice is greater. Look, some of you need to surrender your opinion. Do you know opinions have a voice? And a lot of us have opinions about what other people should be doing. That isn't biblical. <laughs> I'm gonna put my head down. I'm not talking about right when you see someone is in error biblically. I'm talking about just your natural opinion of what they should be doing. A lot of us don't realize we have stopped somebody's way in God because they valued our opinion. And if you hear me and pass out, say outside, I don't have no opinion outside of the word. So if you want to ask me a question, please understand, I'm going to give you the word and a biblical precedence for what I'm telling you. I'm not just going to, because look, if, move past it, if Kai A. Panetta <laughs> just gave my opinion about some stuff, I might hurt your feelings. <laughs> Come on, it's true. If we are just standing in our own stuff, come on, come on, come on, you know you. And you just gave your opinion and it wasn't steeped in the word of God, had nothing to do with the way of God. But a lot of us are looking for some everybody's opinion on a matter. And then many of us just want every somebody to know what's going on and don't realize that we have opened the door to be misled. We have opened the door to get opinions from people who aren't even standing where we're standing, trying to get opinions from people who are not living the way we want to live or have the relationships we want or the relationship we need to model. Let me tell you something. Don't get no advice about marriage from somebody's marriage who is broken. That don't, I, I just, I just, I, I'm always boggled. And many of us have not had great, right, role models when it comes to relationship, but they are in the body. Find those. Seek from those. Get wisdom from those. And understand that everybody's relationship will not be the same, but God's way for relationship is. Please, please understand me. He's given a blueprint for godly relationship. He's given a blueprint for friendship. He's given a blueprint for everything. And so the, the opinion voices, you got to let those go. And go to those who are like-minded, who, who, who know what God is doing in your life and say, hey, this is where I am. This is where I'm struggling. Because you know they will give you a godly perspective and just not what they think you should be doing. There's too many I think voices for you. <laughs> I think you should. And if God gives you something for someone to be a voice, you better go 
in his voice, not your own. Because let me tell you, until he is our voice, we cannot collectively as a global church be an effective voice in the world. And we are supposed to be his voice. We are representing him. But until he is the voice in our lives, we cannot be his voice in the world. Any questions, comments, or concerns? Yes, Miss Robin, that hand went up quick, my sweetie pie, yes. Um, everything was just so good. There was just so many points that uh, I'm able to take away today. And I just appreciate it. I appreciate your uh, listening and following the voice of the Lord. Um, I had um, a bit of an issue this week where um, I was listening to myself. I was talking to myself and I had made a decision to do something, which I knew when I made the decision was not a good one. But as soon as I said, I know what I'm going to do, he said, consider your motives. And, the, and, and, and then you're going back and reiterating what you said about uh, earlier um, in the year when, um, when you instructed us on, uh, it, it, on how to pray in spite, you know, of what mm -hmm. I think I know, I know nothing. I know absolutely nothing because when I made that decision, I'm like, okay, yeah, I, I'm going for this, right? He says, consider your motives. Seek me first in every area of your life. Yes, I'm not going to steer you wrong. Stop listening to your own mouth. Mm. That's it. That's so good, Miss Robin. Can, uh, look, I lived alone by myself for a long time. I live. I, I'm. I left my house early. As soon as I get gone, I was gone. Okay. So I was independent for a long, 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 long time, and a lot of us, we talk to ourselves, right? Yeah. Now I'm not talking about oh, should I, like, oh, I'm, you know, like, I might talk to myself when I'm folding, like, oh, I got to fold these tabs. My husband be like, who are you talking about? Like, just me, just going through what I got to do. I'm not talking about, right, rehearsing a list. But we will get in our head, have a whole conversation, figure out how we go tell them, what we go say, when the moment comes. That, that, come, am I the only person who's doing this <laughs> like that? Some of us live so much in our head because we have, we have tagged ourselves as private when really we're defensive because nobody is private, we're defensive. But because we're defensive, right, we also think from that point, well, what are they gonna, what are they trying to, what, why, why would they say that? Well, why would they, that even when it's good for us, but so many of us have been alone so long that we have decided that who we are as we are is fine. How I do this is fine. How I, is fine. It was fine. By, for you by yourself, but God called you to be his representative. It's no longer fine. It's no longer fine to close people out. It's no longer fine. It's no longer fine to only think about you. It is no, right. It's not fine. Children of God. It's not fine. <laughs> right. It's not fine. To say, well, I don't, well, I don't like that. You don't, you don't like, you don't like what? You, you, you don't like that they're different than you? 
I get that you may not like their behavior, but their behavior does not allow you to not love them. Because guess what? Behaviors can, can, can be transformed. And they're transformed through love and forgiveness and patience. And the big one that many of us don't have, compassion. Oh, I say it louder. Compassion. <laughs> right? And so we have to ask God, give me your heart for them, all of them. Give me your heart to love them, even when I think they wrong. Give me your heart to love them, even when I am confused by what they're doing. Give me your heart to, right, to, 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 to feel for them and to hold them close and to pray for them, not in the way, because, you know, we got a lot, you know, some of us, our prayer voices are not wonderful because our voices and our prayer are complaints about other people and about opinions about what we think they should be doing. Can I be honest that my collective prayer for KHOW is always this, Lord, that your will be done in their lives? I don't sit and be like, Lord, I pray for like Miss Tardia specifically that you would do this because she needs to, I don't do that. Lord, I pray that you would be what they need. I pray, God, that they, they would agree with your will for their lives and that your will would be done in their lives. And then when something specific, either the Holy Spirit brings it or you all have brought it to me, then I pray those things specifically. But what I do not pray is my opinion for your life. Because I am not God over your life. But I'm always going to pray that you be in the will of God and the way of God that you follow the word of God. Because if we're doing that, then we stand and we, we find ourselves becoming more of who we were always created to be so that then collectively we can be the expression of God in this earth. This is not about you, this is for you because it's about all of us. And for all of us, even the us we haven't, we don't know yet, but we've got to check our voices, our voices. And then you got to be okay when there's times someone's got to be stern with you and because God is speaking or someone is giving you a word that you, you, you look, you look, cause some of us know the word be true. We just don't like it. And then we, what our, what we do is give attitude. We got to stop that too. Cause attitude is a voice. Even when you ain't saying it, do you know that your body language is a voice? That when you're on this screen and people see you, that you, you, they, you, it is saying something to them, even if it is not what your inside is saying. Body language is a voice, people. <laughs> Dear Danae Hicks, body language is a voice. I'm going to the therapist to tell you know. It's the truth, people. Body language is a voice. So even on the screen, Look, the reason why people are like, did you see me? I don't pay attention because if I paid attention to some of you, I would think you were not here. You were not participating. You were not a part. But here's the thing. I know most of you, so I know that that's not true. But even how you show up is a voice. And you don't get to look. As children of God, we don't get the luxury to just show up how we want to. We have to always show up representing him, even for one another. 
So how does your showing up speak to me? How does your being here speak to me too, y'all too? Because trust me, we're looking at each other because we're supposed to be encouraged and sharpened because here's the thing, I need to see someone and if I see your brokenness, then guess what? I need to be moved with compassion to either offline you in the chat or text you and say, hey, I see you, you good. You know how many times I'm texting somebody while we're on the screen because I can see you? It all matters and it all has a voice. And we've got to surrender our old voices. We've got to surrender our body language. We've got to surrender their voices. So that we can have the voice over us to know when his voice, thank you, Holy Spirit. This is what the Holy Spirit just said. We need to have God's voice over us so that we then know when God is speaking through to us through someone else. You need to know God's voice over us so that we know when it's God's voice speaking to us through somebody else. I see Minister Janetta, I see Ashley. I want us to get prepared for communion, please, as we're taking questions. Yes. Um, there you are. Okay. On my screen, it's not you. Um, so I mentioned earlier this week that God had shown me the doubt that I still had a lot of doubt in my heart. And over the last couple of days, I've been wrestling with that doubt, but right now this, it just made, it just opened it up is that it's because of the voices that I've allowed from junior high school all the way through. <laughs> and so I surrendered those voices. And so I was writing down the voices. Amen. And so I'm just so grateful because that that helped me. And so I, I thank you. And and I and you always laugh at me because I usually already know the answer before. And so like I'm like, wow Lord, I already know. So like the last couple of days I have been like trying to review what I knew and you know thinking, but he's like, that's not the problem. The problem isn't what you know, it's who you've been listening to. And so I'm just grateful because I'm like, yes. And I'm just I'm just ready to just live for him. And I'm just excited that I'm where I, I'm right where I need to be. And so I, Lord, I surrender those voices to you. And I want your voice, Father, to be the greatest voice that I hear and the only voice that I hear. So thank you. Amen. Amen. Danielle and I had a really great discussion this week and we were talking about the voices, right, that we, we had to surrender in our lives. And sometimes you don't even realize the weight of a voice in your life until they're gone whether that be they've passed or they're just, right, they're no longer in your life consistently, right? You, you, won't, you don't know the weight of people's voices. I used to challenge Dia, hopefully she won't be mad that I say this. If she is, it's fine, I'll fight her later. But I used to challenge Dia because Dia, I would talk to Dia and I would ask Dia a question and Dia would always say this, oh, we don't do that. And I'd be like, I'm talking to her. But she would always respond, we don't do that, or we do this, or we blah, blah, blah. And I was like, she does not even understand that she has never lived for herself. Because everything she did was based on a collective 
group of voices and a collective idea, a collective way of being, a collective way of thinking and seeing and living, right? Not wrong because she didn't know any different, but she didn't even know as she now was a full, a grown woman living on her own that the many voices still ruled everything she did. And there, and I'm saying this because I feel the Holy Spirit. There are many of you who say I, but you mean we. So when, when Janetta just says, the voices from high school, you have been basing every decision on we, what we think, how we measure us, what we are going to do, what we think. Some of you, your, your older siblings are the voice in your life. They're the go-to before you go to God. Even, and here's the thing. They may be legitimately with the Lord. This has nothing to do about them not being, right? But it's him, then them. <laughs> him, them. Not them, me, him. <laughs> right? And so a lot of us have lived in a we. We say I, but we mean we. And you got to remember, we were raised in families, and there are things we do traditionally. There are the ministries we attend and the way we pray and the way we, 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 we. And God said, I'm looking at you. Because guess what? When you get to that judgment seat, ain't going to be no we. It's going to be a you. And who do you serve? And who are you, who are you loyal to? And who are you living for? And whose voice? is the greatest because they can't save you. They can't keep you. They can't heal you. They can't deliver you. They have not written the plan for you and they are not authoring your story. And until their voices fall, God's voice will never be as great and magnified as it's supposed to be in your life. Did we not start with, oh, magnify the Lord? Thank you, Holy Spirit. You done brought that all the way around. Magnify his voice in your life. But that can only happen when you surrender your voice and their voices from your life. Yes, Ashley, I see you. I see you, Ty. Thank you. Praise God. Um, I'll make mine very brief. Um, You're fine, sweetie. The, fun, the most impact part of this sermon today was the part about the family voices. That literally sent my head spinning because of the simple fact that I spent my life with their voices on top of mine to the point mm -hmm. where it was suffocating. And so then when you said, you know, hand it over, and lift God's voice, lift up God's voice. In my mind, I immediately saw myself as like the smallest cup possible, mm. like infant status to say, how can I even talk to somebody who's up here mm. and I'm down here mm -hmm. because I've had everybody's labels on me. Yeah. I didn't even want to think about that box that I had kept in my mind that was secret yeah, I that I had never yeah. even prayed about, talked about, spoke out loud that said their words affected me that much. Mm. 
that when I was four, something that was said to me at four years old had impacted my entire self-esteem about yep. being yep. the pretty one. Someone was prettier than me because mm-hmm. of my skin. Yeah. Then yep. I think it was a couple of weeks ago, me and Alicia was having this conversation and I said, I figured it out. I figured out why I was the way I was is because I wanted them to like me. So I became yep. this way. Mm-hmm. And I thought if I shifted enough and if I gave mm-hmm. you everything, mm-hmm. you would just like me. I know you love me because you're my family, but if you yes, like me, like me, that's right. That's then right. I would be okay. So I sat here and I've been here. And then I allowed my fear of them not liking me, mm-hmm. keep me stuck. Yeah. And the family voice was just like bold. And I was like, oh, no, don't want to deal with that on a Saturday. Not mm-hmm. today, Lord. And he was like, no. Mm-hmm let's unpack this. And at 36, I'm like, okay, well, if I don't have that voice, then I don't have any voice because my voice has been so small. Yeah. And I'm the queen Mm. of defensive. Soon as you say something, I was like, uh, -uh, I didn't do that. I didn't say, I'll give you facts, contents. And I'll always say, tell me the context of what I said, because I'm always Mm. ready to argue my part. So that yeah. you can't come at me because when I go home, I'm already getting come at. <laughs> so when I'm outside, yeah. all I know is how to be defensive. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, okay, well, if you don't have defensive, well, what do you have? Mm-hmm. So now it's just all these questions about myself that now I'm like, okay, <laughs> we're going to unpack this. Like, I just wanted a normal Saturday. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, So I just wanted to say thank you. And I'm terrified to have this conversation with the Lord because I don't know what I'm saying. But yeah, I'm ready. Amen. Danielle, I see you. I need to do this. And I was going to do it, Ashley. And then you said, and so I I, thank you, Holy Spirit. But I want to pray over those family voices because. Let me tell you, I, I've I've known them, and they are, they can be detrimental, detrimental. And then here's the thing. I love what Ashley said, and that's the part I want to deal with, because many of us, when it comes to the family, it's not about love. You, we just want them to like us. Do you like me? And when you find out they don't, because here's the thing, some people just don't like you. Some some of your family crushed you because they were jealous of you. Some of your family, right, said some things because other people, lo- right, loved you and esteemed you in the family, right? We are still dealing with colorism issues and, right, and who's the who's the best? you know, perform, like, you know what I'm saying? If you, who has the best gift and who's the most, look, some of you, 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 you I'm saying, you were born with someone in this world that, that looks just like you or close to like you, right? And so having to just figure out who you are sometimes, right? In the world, right? And having a, and having a voice over 
saying y'all need to be this or y'all need to do that or because there's a y'all, right? Then, right, and we know that just even with our siblings. Come on, some of us in our families were given roles and we weren't even the oldest, but we were given responsibility and told, right? This is who you're supposed to be and this is what you're supposed to do and this is where you're supposed to stand. And then God starts to grow you up and you're like, well, no, I can't, Lord, I can't do this, Lord. I can't even, come on, some of us don't even move. We know God has told us to move move out of the safe city country move but we're like I can't I can't move because I can't leave us I can't be away from us us needs me and this is my role and this is what I'm supposed to do and God's like who are you gonna serve who are you following because let me tell you you will not voices you will die under their voices hear me today you will die spiritually you will die under the weight of their voices. You will die under the weight of trying to figure out who likes you. God has, look, did Jesus not ask this question? Who is my mother? Who, who, Who is my father? Because he understood that we are going to have to surrender, right? The idea of that relationship, not the reality, hear me, the idea of it, the the positional roles of it, because God needs to be father. God needs to be the loudest voice. And we keep measuring everything we're doing. And and let me, I love what Marlo said this and some of the voices I did not even recognize until they were repeated back to me. There's some voices you didn't even know were there. And then one day someone repeated. So you're like, whoa, that is still living there. Because they ain't said it in a long time. And you think, but it, you know, it's going to come back around that moment. You're not exactly right where doing what they want you to do. When you're not in it. But who are we living for and follow we children of God? Mama, I respect you, but this is what God is saying for me. Dad, I thank you, but this is what God is saying to me. And here's what you need to understand, though. When you are saying this is what God is saying, what you cannot do is infringe on their on their way to because you are following his will. Hear me. Hear me. You can't infringe on their way because you're following his will. So you need to let them stay in their way. But what you're doing for God, how God is calling you, you can't infringe on the way they do things. In- live you can't you can't you can't you can't do that so look we gonna follow the will i'm not gonna infringe in your way i know you don't get it i love you dad i love you mom i love you auntie i love you brother but look at here (laughs) as for me and my house we gonna serve the lord as he wills it for our house amen Amen. Danielle, I see you. And then I'm going to pray. Our communion today is going to be prayer. I'm going to pray after Danielle because we're going to break off and then we're going to surrender. That's going to be our communion today. Amen. And then I want you to take communion in your home with your family before you move throughout your day. Danielle, yes, please. Uh, First, I just want to say great word. And I want to thank Ashley for saying exactly what she needed to say yes 
and um, about the acceptance part, about the defensive part, um, because being defensive has been my attitude, has been my character, pain had been my weapon. So I was tired of, um, I, I would continue to explain who I was and why I was doing a certain thing over and over and over, looking for that moment that someone would say something and then I got to go into a whole spew about why. And so I just want to tell Ashley that you're not by yourself on that. Mm. I just had a conversation this morning before, um, before fellowship where I was, I was again, explaining to someone, don't, uh, I was telling them, don't try to be linked to me because of who I'm linked to because in all honesty, I'm loved, but I'm really not that liked. So mm -hmm. if your motive is wrong, yeah. you're gonna have a hard time. <laughs> so uh, I totally understand that. And what I've learned about the voices is that those that were before us, family, friends that are older than us, they already had a script plan for us that we should follow. And a lot of times growing up, that's what we heard. Every time they said something, that was part of that script. Mm -hmm. And we don't have to accept that script. And so, Ashley, thank you for saying that. Um, just thank you for saying that. Amen. Amen. Let's pray, y'all. Well, Father, we thank you for your word because your word is true. And God, I thank you that you have come and you are asking us. You're not forcing us but you are asking us this day to surrender the voices and their voices. You're asking us to fall out of agreement with the we mentality, to fall out of agreement with things that have been spoken over us that do not align with who you say we are, nor, they, nor do they align for who you're calling us to be and the will for our lives. God, I come right now against every negative voice that has damaged the esteem and the value of anyone on this thread at any point in their lives, God. Whether it be based on how they look or their size or, or their inability or their ability, whether it was based in comparison or whether it was just based in an old mindset and tradition and, and as Danielle called it, the script. I come against our voices that have agreed with the enemy, the lies we've agreed with. God, I, I, I come and ask that you would remove even the voices in our body language, the rejection of your word and the rejection of you having authority as the greatest voice in our life and even rejecting the voices of those you send in our lives that are only God only only desire is that we be in line with you help us to not run back to those comfortable voices those complacent voices Lord those complaining voices It's so easy, Lord, to complain. It's so easy. It's so easy to get relaxed, Lord. It's so easy. But God, we choose you. 
And so God, we 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 today are are, are literally giving up and handing over the voices. The voices who doubted us. The voices that said we would never be anything. Those voices who, who talked about how we looked. You weren't pretty enough or smart enough or Lord today. The comparisons to our siblings. I just feel that Holy Spirit. Some of us were just so heavily compared to our siblings that we didn't even know if our parents liked us for us. The voices that say who you are is wrong. The conversations we've had with the enemy in our own minds, the, the voices of doubt, the voices of fear, the voices of confusion, the voice of anger, the voice of rejection, the voice of abandonment. the voice of frustration, the voice of resentment. My God. The mean voice. Some of us, we, we now have a mean voice because we didn't realize how many voices were controlling us. Help us to release the I don't care voice. That's a man, Holy Spirit. Help us to release the I don't care voice. Because if we are your representatives, you care and you consider everyone. You care for everyone, you consider everyone. Help us Lord to re release the, I, the, the, the fit in voice, the I, I need to be liked voice. The, release us from other people's opinions of us that have never even known us. There's so many people, God, Lord, that have an idea of who we are, but they don't know who we are. And because of their idea of us, all they can give is opinions to us. Help us not to resist your, your voice another day, another moment. We might not understand it fully, but help us not to resist it, God. Let your voice be the biggest and greatest voice in our lives. Let your voice resound louder than any other voice. Help us to magnify your voice daily, minute by minute, second by second, hour by hour. I thank you, Lord, that today we don't give the enemy another space, another inch to be a louder voice in our lives or to create louder voices in our lives. I ask that you would remove the, the, the parental voices that some of us are literally still living by. Even in our adult age, we're making decisions based on what mama would think or what daddy would think. 
So, so Trev, I release your mother's voice in Jesus' name. And uh, here the spirit of the Lord said it. She, it wasn't that she didn't like you. She wanted to be you. And because she wanted to be you is because she didn't like herself. See, when a person doesn't like themselves, the only thing they can do is tear you down. And so I'm also praying for people on this screen to fall in like with themselves. Many of you, many of you love your bad behaviors, but you, do, you have not fallen in like with yourself. You, you, you think you like yourself, but you don't. Um, and so I'm praying even for that, that we come into being likable people. <laughs> Jesus, that we have a friendly disposition, right? That we would show ourselves friendly and compassionate and loving and trustworthy. But see, when we don't like ourselves, all we can do is tear down other people. And so check your, think about today, the voice that you have as much as you complain about what other people aren't doing. Think about all the times you're judging someone else's way of being and living and seeing and doing. Because if you have that much ability to talk about where everybody else isn't or what they should be doing or complaining about how people are or are not, you got to start looking at where you really are. We're not going to like everyone's behavior all the time. Let's get that straight. But what I'm talking about is if you are, the thread is always about. Why are they, why can't they, why are they, why do people, why does this person, why is that? One, you spending too much time worried about somebody else, number one. But number two, I've come to know most of the things we don't like in somebody else are the things we need to get right in ourselves. So when you're judging them, point your finger back and say, me too. And so, Father, we release the many voices, the spirit of many voices. We surrender them today. We give them up and we hand them over to you. We give them to you. We place them in your hand. And we, we give up. <laughs> and we will not allow them to rule us another day. And when they come to rule, nope. I gave that up. Nope, God's voice is greater. And in this moment, I will magnify your voice. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the K-How Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please feel free to email us at khowworshipla. That's K-H-O-W. O-R-S-H-I-P-L-A at gmail.com.